0: Our thanks to Two Brothers Bar and Grill in Decatur for hosting the Heritage Football Foundation. Daily lunch and dinner specials every day. They're closed Sunday. Call 424-2918. That's 424-2918. Located at Monroe and 3rd Street. Look for them on Facebook. Two Brothers Bar and Restaurant in Decatur. A proud supporter of Heritage Patriot Football. Call 424-2918. That's (laughs) 424-2918. We are back. One final segment with the coach, Casey Kolkman. Coach, it's been tough getting just getting things together with COVID-19, but that doesn't mean the work isn't there. It means you just have to figure out a different way to make it happen.
1: No doubt. I mean, it's um, different. I mean, there's always anxiety. I think any coach will tell you that there's always this amount of, there's just this sense of urgency that you develop that, You know, you have lists upon lists of things you got to get done and when they need to be done. And you got to talk to this guy and you got to do this and you got to order this and you got to go talk to this kid about his grades. And, you know, the list goes on. So there's all that that's naturally built in. And that's when you're at school every day. Then all of a sudden you realize, oh, I got to try and talk to some of these kids. And I can't just go down to, you know, room 104 and pull them out of class. I've got to try and, you know, so the power, the the paradigm of power has definitely shifted in their favor. Right. they can just decide not to respond to a text or, you know, oh, coach, I was this or that. So that's part of it. you got to readjust, you know, the, how you do those things. And you're right, the work's still there. There's still things that you got to do, and you got to figure out how to do it. So, you know, we've, we've been doing online workouts. We, we do them through Zoom right now. Um, we've um, uh, met as coaches through Zoom. I had a meeting with some of the guys that are helping out with the youth program a while back it's nice now in Indiana that things are starting to reopen at least to a limited degree. So now I can, in smaller numbers, I can meet with some various peoples. Like the first meeting I got lined up is with a group of parents um, to get that aspect of the program going, uh, which is something that I wanted to do. You know, I usually like to get that ramped up right around spring break time, usually right the week before spring break. And that would have been, you know, what a month and a half ago. So It's delayed some things that you can't help but have delayed. Um, But, you know, we talked about this last night in the meeting was, you know, we're hopeful. I think a lot of high school athletes are kind of redeveloping a a sense of what's important to them. You know, I think a lot of young men are trying to realize how much they love sports again. And I mean, when you're a young man that's a three-sport athlete and you go from football to basketball to baseball, um, you hardly get any days where you just get to come home after school. I mean, that's a very rare thing in your life if you're a three-sport athlete. And then your summer is – I mean, forget about that. I mean, you're playing travel baseball and AAU basketball and you're trying to go to football workouts and you're going to seven-on-sevens. And so your, your summer is pretty much shot. So you're very busy and you can get burnt out. You can get overwhelmed. You can get uh, start to lose some of those things. And um, so – hold on a second, Dean. You got it? Okay, so, so you know, you lose, you lose some of what you normally would have in that scenario with players and face to face, and you know all those things. But you figure it out. You figure it out. So, good thing is the state seems to be opening back up a little bit. There seems to at least be a plan in place. Um, we're hopeful right now for July first. That is the date that has been given to us through um, the IHSA and the Department of Education that we can be. Face to face with our players again. Um, in the meantime, we're just going to continue to do what we're doing, and um, and then take off from July. And if it gets delayed in the meantime, then we'll real, you know, readjust, realign, and figure it out then. But July first is our target date right now, and then August third is
0: the official start of the season,
1: as long as school and everything is still in line for next fall, like it's, like we anticipate.
0: There's been a lot of discussions about what could happen. Could we have an abbreviated schedule? Could we could the the ramp up period be shortened in terms of the actual window? And I guess at the end of the day it doesn't matter because you take whatever you're given because that's what you do.
1: Well, there's a there's a couple of phrases. I'll give you the I'll give you the one made for TV, okay? Um if worms had shotguns, birds would think twice, right? Well, that's a ridiculous statement because worms aren't carrying shotguns, right? So who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. It's kind of one of those things where, yeah, well, what if? Yeah, what if? What if? Yeah, what if? I mean, you spend your life in that realm, you're gonna be miserable. You know, it's just so we've been using the, the, the old serenity, you know, the old serenity prayer. You know, give me the strength to con to just to control what I can control and not worry about the things that I can't control and the wisdom to know the difference, you know, and that's it. We just, we just control, we control, we control us. We control our actions. We control what we do. We don't control the starts and the stops of schedules and times and things that are being decided by people in those positions. And when they figure it out, then we'll adjust and go forward. And if they change it the next day, then we'll change and move forward. We're not going to waste any time worrying about what ifs and could be's because then you then you end up getting nothing done.
0: Exactly. We won't talk about the schedule this week. We will unveil that next week. It's out there. I mean, it's not any secret, but we're going to officially unveil it more formally next week on the show. Talk about what fans can expect this season. Um, in terms of your offense, your defense, your schemes, maybe things are going to be different than heritage football in the past. Um,
1: well, you know, defensively, they might be a little more similar to what they were, you know, back under Warmeister and Lehrman. We're, we're going back to more of an odd front team, you know, a nose guard with with four linebackers as opposed to a, a an even front team like a four-two-five type of stuff. I mean, those are kind of the two prevalent defensive schemes nowadays, so I'm more of an odd guy. We are going to be a, a spread team, um, kind of a spread team with a tight end, with a slot, you know, one-back power, you know, those kinds of things. I think a, a common spread. I Best examples would probably be like Homestead and Snyder, variations of that, um, probably not as complex or sophisticated maybe um, as Homestead, um, but those types of things. I think the biggest thing, though, regardless of scheme, a scheme is scheme. I don't, I know a hundred different schemes and we could run any one of them. And, you know, all those, you can go research any different place to learn any, any item you want. Okay. What we're focused on is the culture of things. So what people can expect young men, they're going to hit you. I mean, football is still a game of, of toughness, you know, resiliency being tough young men that understand the, the, the sacrifice it takes to be an athlete, the the physical sacrifice it takes to be a football player, you know, along with that mental side. You know, and I'm not talking about just whether or not kids are getting hurt or injured or I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the demands of the rhythm of a season. Um, and you have to be tough. You've got to be tough. And if you're not, it will it will be exposed on Friday night. So we want our players to be tough, and and I believe that if. If you're a tough high school football player and you have a team full of like-minded kids that are that are tough in that sense, that you're going to win games simply because of that. You don't have to have a lot of talent. You don't even have to have the best scheme. You just need. To, so that's first. The second thing is, then we want our kids to play fearless. You know, play fast. You know, we've talked a lot about what we're going to praise, and we haven't talked much about what we're going to um, uh, correct. I mean, obviously, there's going to be corrections, there's going to be coaching, and, I mean, that's what, that's what it is. But we're going to focus much more on finding the things they're doing right and just celebrate the, you know, celebrate that and just try and build on and, and just give these young men confidence, you know. Because at the end of the day, Dean, 16-year-old boys are 16-year-old boys. You know, you and I were once 16, and we were as – I mean, I, I was as dumb and as immature and as selfish – and it's <laughs> I mean, that's just me.
0: I'm surprised you know? I'm still alive because I was a 16 year old.
1: I know. And so, you know, if we can help these young men avoid some of those things, some of those ignorant decisions and teach them how to be a little bit tougher and a little wiser and a little, you know, a little more together, learning that um, trusting one another is going to help them and not hinder them. And looking out just for yourself is going to hurt them and not help them. You know, if we can teach them those things. Then, we'll be successful, you know, we'll be successful, however you want to define that,
0: so. What can the community do to get involved with the team? What do you need from folks in Monroeville, Hoagland, Poe, wherever? What What can they do to help you?
1: Yeah, you start rattling those off. I was just trying to think of all the – the funny thing is, is there's a there's a lot of little small communities, you know, throughout the – Heritage area. I mean, obviously, Minovo and Hoagland are the two bigger um, communities, but then you have your your Maples and your Zulus and your Tillmans. Those were just close to kind of where I grew up in that part. You know, little areas like that where it might just be a gas station or a restaurant or you know a bar or something, a church, you know, and then a few houses surrounding it all throughout the area. So it's those things are all still around. Um, I would say just you know reach out to us. Maybe through Facebook or, or through Twitter, um, if you own a business or, or you have some some way that you think you can be involved, um, just reach out to us. You know, there's where I know that you and I have talked about ways of um, getting businesses and community members involved. Um, so if somebody feels the urge and feels called to, to help out, then reach out and we'll we'll figure it out. Um, we're starting the process of meeting with um, some of the parents, not all yet, just some. Um, getting a small Football club together of, of parents and grow that from there. So that might be a place where um, we plug people into. Um, I don't necessarily care if, if a person has a player on the team or not. Um, if somebody wants to be involved and wants to help out and and do those things, then by all means, let's let's get them involved. You know, especially if it's a person that's a life you know a lifetime member of the community.
0: And the key thing too is. You know, oftentimes people think being involved means a sponsorship or money or things like that. Sometimes it could just be your time, your wisdom, your insight. Maybe, you know, hosting the kids. Maybe it's somebody to help, you know, distribute programs at a game or whatever. There's any number of things that you can do. And probably they could probably even make the suggestion to you of how they could help, I'm guessing.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, first of all, I didn't invent football. I didn't invent education or teaching. I didn't invent being a parent. I didn't, I didn't invent any of those things. So I don't feel like I have any patent rights on how to do those things. Um, I definitely have some things that I've learned and I have some wisdom in those areas, um, just as much as anybody else might have, you know? So I say that because I try not to be pretentious at all. I mean, there's definitely some things that I firmly believe in and that I'm confident in and that I know are the right things to do. And so those core values aren't going to, I'm not going to waver on. Okay. And I don't think any coach should, should, but there's a lot of different ways to do things. You know, what's the old phrase or, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can accomplish a task. And just because it might be a preferred way, doesn't mean it's necessarily the way, you know, some, sometimes it is the way and it has to be done that way. Um, for reasons that the head coach has to decide and, and has to do, but sometimes it's not all the times it's not. So if it's a preference thing then I'm, I think I'm old enough and mature enough now to know that hey, if Johnny down from you know on Elm Street in Monroeville has given this idea and wants to be a part, then why not? Who cares if it came from a person who's not even involved with the high school? I mean, I don't, I don't care, you know. So yeah, you're you're dead on about that. And the other thing too is, you know, I had a, I've had a couple of parents reference money, you know, oh well, you, you need, you need money, <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. Of course. I mean, let's be honest here, every everybody needs money and every program needs money, every business needs money. Everybody needs the means to be able to accomplish the goals, right? It's a Without tool that, that makes
0: it a little bit easier. It's like having the right yeah. tool. You can't use a screwdriver yeah, we'll, to hammer a nail very well. You could do it, it's just going to take longer and it's not going to last, but you know, exactly. it's it's a, it's a tool.
1: Exactly. But the bigger thing was is the, the concept of time. And it's something I learned early on as a coach in my days at Harding, um, nothing replaces the investment of time. Nothing, you know? Um, Some people want to just give, right? And by that, I mean, okay, so if part of your monthly budget is to give money to charity, okay, let's say that's the deal. It it is in our family. Um, That is part of it, okay? Write a check, send off an amount of money to an organization, you know, Riley Children's Hospital, and off it goes. That's one thing, and that is they're grateful and you get a little thank you note and makes you feel good and you're helping somebody and that's all good and fine too. But there's also the more importantly, the thing that we've started in our family is investing time into some of those charities. You know, there's a local organization called helping hands. that just tries to help people in this community where I live, um, either distribute food or just to help, help in various ways. And, you know, we started doing that last summer and the difference, just the difference between just giving money versus giving time is, it's definitely noticeable. And it was definitely noticeable for my wife and I, you know, so if people, if that's all they can do is, you know, if their business, they're slammed and they want to get involved and and write a check then fine, of course, yeah, we'll accept. And we'll throw a name on a t-shirt and we'll do those things. Yeah. But if, if someone wants to be involved and there's a capacity that we can use them, then by all means, let's do that also, or instead of, or at the very least just be friendly to the program. You know, just when you're sitting around at the barbershop or at the breakfast restaurant or wherever you are, you know, hopefully more positive lights being being sh- being shown on the program and things are being said and people are coming out to the games on Friday nights and, you know, it kind of gets back to that old school feel of, you know, this is the thing to do. It's Friday night. What are we doing? Well, we're going to the football game, you know. That's kind of the kind of cool thing that Heritage still has. I think that's that small community feel to it that's separate from, you know, big Fort Wayne,
0: you know. What you're saying is give part of your heart. That's where your time is as well.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Coach, anything else you want to add before we let you go for this week?
1: No, just uh, appreciate your, appreciate taking care of this and doing this, Dean, and um, we're excited about the season. Can't wait to get going, man.
0: Coming up next week, we will unveil the schedule. We will talk about maybe some fun things we've got planned for the schedule this year and some other Developments. By the way, Casey, as we record this, I was just informed that the Heritage, I'm sorry, the Monroeville News is, is continuing or will have a continuous column, Ask Casey, every week in their weekly edition.
1: Love it. Love it.
0: So send your questions to our Facebook page. We will get them answered. Well, we'll try to get them answered. We can't promise everything is going to get answered, but... You send it, we'll take care of the rest. Just send it to our Facebook. Yes,
1: yes, we will. We'll do the best we can with it, no doubt.
0: Until next time, Casey, we'll talk soon.
1: All right, thanks, team. Go Patriots.
0: This has been Sons of Liberty, the official podcast of Heritage Patriot Football. Until next time, so long, everybody.